We interrupt this transmission to bring you the following live broadcast. It's Wednesday. It's 6 p.m. It's the Big Show Joe Show! Oh! <laughs> Fill up that time. <laughs> we kind of have to. We got a bunch of short songs today. I know. That's what we get for listening to punk rock. <laughs> Yeah, we we got some punk rock. We got some new stuff from uh, some friends of ours. We got oh, we we have a sneak peek at the new Yellow Sauce album, Hashtag the Ballad of Bob Paul. Month. Hashtag Sauce Month, indeed. <laughs> we've got uh, we've got we've got that. We've got a uh, we got again a song from you know we didn't turn the air conditioner off. I can. <laughs> oh, hang on, let me grab that. Yeah. It's, uh, uh, anyway. Why do we have to turn it off? That's bullshit. Because it it's noisy. I understand. Yeah. Silly. <laughs> anyway. Uh, uh, Yes, we have music from uh, from a friend of ours. New music from him. Uh, new music from Yellow Sauce, and we've got three. We've got three other bands <laughs> who are all playing on different shows this coming Saturday night. Oh my god! Yeah, so I figured we. What the hell? Let's give them all shoutouts. Well, you know what? I'm down. I I am down too. I, one thing I wish I would have done though is I wish I would have uh, I wish I would have picked the band that opened for uh, the Headstones the other day. Uh, oh yeah, you wolf were... tickets. Yeah. Oh, you know what? You couldn't find music from them. I you couldn't find any of their music. Yeah. And, well, I think I only checked for a link on Facebook. Oh, I don't well. think I like <laughs> actually searched uh, Bandcamp or anything because I'm not used to. Now that I have the computer out there, I'm still not used to it. So I'll be like, oh well, later I'll do the shit on the computer with Joe. But no, I am a big girl now, and I get to use the computer by myself. Yeah. We've got a we've got a family computer in the dining room as opposed to my work computer that we were doing everything on. I know, and you know you're you're not supposed to use your work computer for everything. That's just like a liability. Yeah, I, I use this for uh, for the show here and for uh, voiceovers and right. for graphic design and for editing my YouTube videos. Yeah. I got somebody ask me uh, the other day how much to do a YouTube video, like the ones that I, I do on the uh, on things you might not know. Uh, because so, they they dug what you were doing with yours. And I had to, like, sit there, and I had to, like, <laughs> come up with a price. Yeah. And I gave them a, a really reasonable price, and all I got back By was, reasonable, okay. reasonable, you mean really cheap. undersold yourself. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, but, <laughs> but, you know, and they wrote back, and they said, okay. And that was it. <laughs> <laughs> and then they paid me for all the voiceover work I did for them over the past month. Oh, so, nice. <laughs> you know, that's something. Oh my gosh, mom just texted me back because I sent her that picture of us. Yeah. She asks, do you have a shirt on? Not you. Do <laughs> I have a shirt on? I clearly have a shirt on. I have a dress on, mom. You do, yes. She is She is wearing clothes. Let me let her know that well, I am not naked in the studio. <laughs> uh, why not? <laughs> anyway. Oh, it does. It totally looks like I'm not wearing a shirt in this picture. Let me see. Let me see. Um. <laughs> here you go. <laughs> you totally do look like you yeah, are not wearing a shirt. Um, anyway, sorry, mom. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I, I went and I saw the uh, the headstones the other day. I was hanging out with the boys from the Scarecrow show at that show. I found out how old the dudes in uh, in Nuclear Winter, who we played last week, are. Yeah. Uh, they are seventeen and in high school. Seventeen. And <sighs> holy fuck, do those kids shred like. 
Well, keep it up, guys, because if you keep going the way you are, you you got something promising. Well, I said that I I've said this about them, and I've also said this about the Scarecrow Show, and I actually said this directly to the Scarecrow Show that you know the scary thing is is that they're young and they're only gonna get better. I mean, there there is I have seen really talented musicians or other things. Um, who look like at 17, they're going to be like really promising and stuff. And they fall into a bad relationship. Yeah. Drinking, Mm -hmm. drugs, you know, whatever it may be, have kids and lose their focus on the music or the sport or whatever it may be, you know. And, you know, you just hope that they, even though they're expected to grow up and move on with life, um, you know, you hope they're gonna still be making music in 10, 15 years. I know, it looks like I'm not wearing a shirt. It does look like you are not wearing it, but that is not what the comment was. Somebody uh, was asking for a link to the show. Oh! That's my buddy, Nate. So I just sent him the link to the show. Or listen via tune in. Not in tune. Tune, tune in. In. <laughs> in tune is where I used to buy my guitar picks. Oh, yeah. We were talking about that. We, we were. We had a discussion oh, about a new custom. Butt. Oh, yes. A new butt. I yes, think I see a tan line. There is a tan line. It, it appears. Yeah. A little bit of a tan line. Um. Yep. It is a tan line. I thought maybe it was just a shadow. Um. It looks like he tans in booty shorts. He... I have shorts like that. Well, that's different. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, you know. I, I think the tribal tattoo kind of. Yeah, the tribal <laughs> tattoo ruins the ass for you. Ruins the whole picture, yeah. Ruins it's the just, whole picture. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think it's like the way he's awkwardly straddling the fence or whatever that is. It's uh, it's steps that are going oh, up steps. to the next level, it looks like. Yeah, um, <laughs> I don't, I don't. He's like teabagging the steps. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's up with that, but uh, I don't know. But, yeah. You know, new butts every time. Sure. Tune uh, in Wednesdays just for the butt. <laughs> and uh, we've got. Uh, I I saw this thing right before we went on the air. It's uh, first of all, I, I I was telling the story. I went and saw the head the headstones, and <laughs> let me tell you, the lead singer of the headstones, that guy moves around way more than a lot of singers that I've seen who have wireless mics, and he had a wired mic. Was out in the crowd with his mic stand, his mic, his wired mic. He's got a stage hand on stage, feeding him the wire. Oh, that's excellent. Security guards in the crowd holding up the wire, you know, like, and, and he's just out in the middle, like, out by the soundboard, out by the VIP yeah. section, out by the handicap seating, just everywhere. It's got to be fun to perform in, you know, in the crowd like that. And and they were, they were incredible. They were just, they were, like, I, I saw him, like, almost 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. And like, holy crap, were they, they were great then. And this time they just, they were way even better than they were then. And uh, they also threw in some, uh, a a few uh, portions of some uh, tragically hip songs. Yeah, uh, that's, that's really cool. That's, that was a good idea. Good thinking. I mean, that, that, that'll get over in Buffalo for sure. But uh, I, I like the hip and I came home and I was like, I want to listen to the hip. And I realized Google Play Music doesn't have the hip. They have like one album. They have like fully completely. I was completely. just expecting the uh the. It did not light up anyway. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> but uh, but if you do ask it to to uh, play the tragically hip and play specific songs that they don't have on Google Play Music, it'll play it off of YouTube. So that's pretty oh. cool. So so uh, like the song I wanted to listen to was uh, "Blow It High Doe. And that's not on Google Play Music, but it is on YouTube. So if I ask my Google Home Mini here to uh, to play that song, it'll play it off of YouTube. Yeah, which is great. Yeah. So uh, so that's pretty cool. Uh, but um, I, I, it was a really good night on Thursday. I got to hang out with the Scarecrow Show. Uh, we we uh, talked about some uh, upcoming shows uh, that I had open that we might be uh, filling. Yeah. Uh, and also uh, possibly a national act uh, booking a show with us. Um, but, uh, that's, uh, you know, that's all, uh, preliminary stages right now. So no more information on that right now. <laughs> uh, but we will talk about that hopefully soon. Uh, and then I came home and I, and I had a really, uh, cool Lyft driver home. She, she was real nice. And then we got, I, I got home and, uh, the 49ers game was on TV, oh, the 49ers yeah. preseason game. And I know it was just a preseason game, but it's always fun to watch San Francisco beat Dallas, knowing how many Dallas fans I know. Including the drummer from XM Priory and my mother, <laughs> so but it was it, it was fun to watch that preseason game, watch the Niners come back and win. Isn't it just good when anybody beats Dallas? Isn't that just how that goes? It used to be like in the '90s. Now that team is. Oh, that was New the England. last time I cared about yes. football. Was like. Uh, but anyway, so I I was uh, scrolling through Facebook right before we got on the air, uh -huh. and I saw this uh, this fridge. Okay. Uh, it's called a Victory Fridge. They have them installed throughout Cleveland, uh, and it, they're put in by Bud Light. And it says, starting today, Bud Light is installing Victory Fridges that will be full of beer in 10 Cleveland bars. When the Browns win their first regular season game, the fridge is unlocked and the beer inside is free to fans. Oh, that's pretty sweet. Now, you say that's pretty sweet. Now, if you're a Cleveland Browns fan, you know better. Because oh. <laughs> when the hell was the last time the Cleveland Browns won a game? It sure the hell wasn't last season. Really? <laughs> Do you think they have to, like, check the beer and make sure it doesn't go bad? Maybe at the end of the season? I I, I suppose for 17 weeks. Or maybe that's probably... eventually some vintage beers will be won. Because, I guess. You know. What? I, I am I'm very interested now. But I want to find what? out. I know from personal experience that if you leave a bottle of beer... For too long, it starts, like, the seal isn't as strong as a can seal, so it starts to, like, evaporate. These look like the plastic bottles, though. Oh, so they probably are, like, super tight seal. Yeah. I don't know. It, it was. They uh, might have to be, because Cleveland didn't win a game last season. Yeah. Okay. Which is why Bud Light feels con uh, confident in uh, in, in doing this promotion. All this. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's, it's, it doesn't look like a huge loss. It's, it's a couple of hundred buck loss for Bud Light, I'd imagine yeah. per, per bar. So probably like two grand they're going to lose on this promotion. If Cleveland happens to win a game this season, which, um, I mean, I'm looking at their schedule right now and, uh, well, I don't see them playing Buffalo at any time this season. So, um, <laughs> I'm kidding, Bills fans. I know you all love your fucking team so much that you annoy the piss out of everybody. Speaking of um, Bills stuff, is this Bills colors or is this black? No, that's black. Oh. Yeah, that's black. <laughs> oh. Well, you got this really cute, um, you know, you got this really cute bracelet. Yes. And uh, it it was a little expensive for what it is, but I support this purchase because... This is helping a little girl with some sort of disability 
or disprivilege go to WrestleMania, right? Yes. That's pretty fucking cool. Absolutely. It's uh, by uh, Bull, uh, Bull, Dem- uh, Bull, uh, uh, what the, uh, Bull James. He used to go by Bull Dempsey in NXT, and then he got released. He's uh, working the independents up around here now. So uh, this uh, came from Outlaw Wrestling uh, in like central New York or somewhere maybe east of there a little bit, mm. but, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was a thing he put up on his, uh, uh, he's got one of those, uh, like, um, what do they call them? The, 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 a lot of bands go through this like merch company and I can't think of what they're called off the top. Big cartel. He's got a big cartel page instead of a pro wrestling tees page. I don't know why. Okay. Uh, but he put these up on his uh, big cartel page. The little That's girl true. made them, and yeah. uh, and he's selling them. Uh, and all the money for them is going towards getting her to go to WrestleMania in New York. I think that's so sweet. I'm so glad that you got that. I gotta tell you this. The uh, Abrupters uh, are opening for Mephiscopheles again. I know they are. Where and when? Okay, this is uh, November, uh, September 20th. Okay, so that's coming up. Uh, it is It is a Thursday night. It is at Mohawk Place. Same right. place I saw those two bands together the last time. Right. And uh, I'm, I'm friends with um, Mike Jirasi from the Abrupters on Facebook, and I commented, I said, my date might actually show up this time. <laughs> and then the, uh, the, the, the girl who didn't show up the last time liked the comments. Oh, burn. <laughs> oh, man. Oops. <laughs> I I saw that. I had to tell you that's. I love that. I love. It was that, that Mephiscopheles show. I was supposed to be on a date, and this girl never showed up. She was, you know, she gave me some excuse early in the day, and then didn't text me back the rest of the day. <laughs> and so I went to this Mephiscopheles show that you wanted to be at, but you were busy. I was helping Brian and uh, his his most well. Uh, his for- uh, they they've they've both announced it so his yeah. former his former band yeah uh, and uh, so he's not coming back I'm not I mean he can come back but I'm not leaving <laughs> yeah well I I his schedule I think precludes him from doing this yeah his voiceovers are really I, picked up well and it's I not it's not a, work too it's not even that I had to do a voiceover for him the other day because That's he wasn't right. wasn't available uh but yeah we it's um. So I went to this Mephiscopheles show. You were in Rochester with Breaking Solace, yes. and we're texting the whole time because right. I was supposed to be with it was supposed to be on this date with this girl, and she didn't show up or whatever. <laughs> and that was the day I said, "I'm just gonna start treating you like a girlfriend because you appreciate it." <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, this time, and, and I my comment was maybe this time my date will show up, <laughs> you know. <laughs> because also, um, I fucking love both of those bands. And who else? Buffalo Brass Machine. I've not gotten to hear, but I, I've heard good things about. Um, so I'm I'm gonna have to look them up so that yeah, can... Buffalo Brass Machine. Yeah, I they I think they're playing tonight somewhere like Larkin Square or something like that. Really? Yeah, some, I think so. I I I would I, like I, to know, I, but well, I can't. Yeah, I know, I know. Uh... <laughs> yeah, tonight, uh, Larkin Square. Yeah. Papa John with Papa John Gross. John Papa Gross. John Papa Gross. Yes. Okay. Uh, that's uh, well, it's already started. So okay. if you're not there already, you're missing it. <laughs> yeah. Well. But uh, yeah. I, but we'll I, still even keep if an eye on them and see. Uh, even if it was later on, I'm uh, I'm gotta, unavailable. Yeah. yeah we've. <laughs> I got a thing. Got a, you got a thing with a some thing. people. A thing with some people. Take care of yeah. some stuff. 
I'm I'm part of this group message, and it's like, yeah, we can we can have this meeting. Uh, how's this is a, this is yesterday? How's tomorrow at six o'clock? <laughs> and you know, Scott says, yeah, six o'clock works for me. And I said, well, you know, I got a thing at six, but I'm available at eight. <laughs> <laughs> and Scott goes, oh, that that, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's how much Scott loves our show. Thanks, Scott. Oh, pie chart. What's this? She says uh, she made this pie chart uh, for the return of Joe Knows Jack. <laughs> and as I can see, Home Alone 5 <coughs> came in first. I guess that must be the blue, the blue. one. Yeah. Yeah, the key didn't uh, send over. but uh, She says know. rate these butts. I like those ones better than Tanline and Tribal. <laughs> the, better than the human butts. <laughs> Although I'd be more likely to pinch the human butts than the rhino butts. True. Because I could handle a kick from a dude. I couldn't handle a kick from a rhino. I'm not that tough. <laughs> uh, speaking of being attacked by animals. Oh, my God. <laughs> we both have gotten it in the last week. Right? This uh, My hand was since last show, I believe. <laughs> and then yours, which just beats the shit out of this. Oh, yeah. I see your little your little yeah, tiny mark right there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I, uh, mine healed very well. I'm very lucky, but... Uh, one of our cats has decided to be very violent lately. And, he is uh, in alpha male mode, and, and fight with the other cats, and both of us have made the mistake of uh, pulling them apart. Oh my gosh. I tried to pick Whisper up off of Gibson, and Whisper was so on Gibson that I picked them both up. <laughs> and that's how my, my hand got scratched. It, oh, like... Yeah, no, this is all whisper right here on my yeah, hands. Yeah, whisper is a like big I have jerk. a I have a scratch from the bottom, uh, the base of my palm, all the way up to the uh, the knuckle on my thumb. That's probably like a and four then it goes five inch scratch, and then it goes a little further up the thumb. Like yeah. I, my whole thumb is scratched basically, and then there's scratches on the back of my uh, ring finger, the back of my thumb, and on my foot. I, I don't even know where the on one on my foot, foot came from. How? Like I don't know where yeah. that one. And but. these are these are pretty deep scratches, and you gotta keep in mind that it goes across like wrinkles and creases in the palm, so that's gonna heal slower. And no, I think the best thing is like, look, if you look, it does not go <coughs> oh, across it any any creases. creases. Luckily, yeah, you must have had your hand uh, clenched. I did. It was like yeah. this, and so yeah. I mean. Yeah, it's it's gonna heal fine. It's just it's just it, gonna take a minute. It looks really bad. It does. Speaking of which, this guy's got a hairy ass. He does, but he also has a nice beard. He does. It's not as nice as yours. No. But still. Apparently, his name is Chris Lopez. It's, is that it's, it's his name, or is that yeah. the photographer? Uh, you know what? It might be the photographer. He might be right. <laughs> I don't know. That's the guy looks like he's wearing pants. <laughs> he he kind of looks. That's like how he's hairy wearing, his legs he's, are. He's wearing a sweater on the bottom. His 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 legs and his ass. They're, they're, they're yeah. that hairy. Yeah. <laughs> um. Wouldn't call it a beach body, really. No. <laughs> I'm not pulling cats apart in that way, Laura. Not the way the G pulls cats apart. <laughs> I feel like there's a story. Yeah, that's a whole board wrestling fan gimmick. All right. Hey, board wrestling fans coming back this Sunday. Oh, good. We uh, we took a couple of weeks yeah, off. We're was it two or three? Two weeks. We're back for SummerSlam. Oh, right. So, uh... uh... I really hope I'm back in time for all of SummerSlam. Like, I know I'm going to catch most of it. It starts at, like, five. 
Well, my thing goes, my re- reception goes until five. Okay. So maybe I can bring back food or something. So I, you know, if anybody's listening and anybody uh, doesn't have a place to watch SummerSlam or haven't figured out where they want to watch SummerSlam and they don't feel like sitting at home watching it on the WWE network on their little TV, we're going to have a small get together. We've only invited a handful of people. Yeah. uh, But only a handful of them have really uh, gotten back to us. And we're really kind of just reaching out and feeling out like who wants, who would be interested because here's the thing is I've gotten away, I've gotten away from being the wrestling guy around here. I'm, I'm, which I'm very happy about. I hate being being the fucking wrestling guy, right? But I've gotten away from that and I've got, you know, now it's all about the local music and everything like that. And, And so everybody I know, all my more recent friends are all. You know, I know what kind of music they're into, but I don't know shit about if they like professional wrestling yeah, at all. Or really much else about their lives. Well, right. I mean, but, <laughs> but I've, uh, so I put it out there. Like, I'm I'm kind of trying to see if anybody would be interested in coming by. Right. Uh, it'd be BYOB plus, if you want to bring meat for the grill, we'll throw it out. You know, yeah. we'll have the grill. Yeah. I'll buy some extra propane before we go in. It's just a small tabletop grill, though, so don't go crazy. <laughs> um, bring a rack of ribs. Yeah, right. Wouldn't <laughs> well, be the first actually, wouldn't be the first we time. See, <laughs> we can see if that second grill worked. Yes, we could do that. Um, which would mean we'd need another thing of propane. <laughs> that's okay. They're not that yeah. expensive. Wasn't your it's mom supposed to give us a charcoal grill too? So <laughs> Yeah, and I, I don't know if I'll see her uh, by then. Yeah, well, anyway. Uh but the, but the point is we you know if it'll you're, be fun. If you're listening, you're a wrestling fan, you're looking for some place to hang out, watch SummerSlam. if you're not a wrestling fan, if you just want to watch something that's going to be hella entertaining. Sure. You know, I, like, well, I, I mean, I'm not especially let's, a wrestling let's, fan. Let's, let's not go crazy here. We are talking about the WWE. <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's entertaining. Like, it, I'm not going to say that I'm a wrestling fan, but I'm going to say that I enjoy watching it here and there. Um, it. It's just so over the top and so silly, and like they take it so seriously when they're like in character. It's it's just so funny to me. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's it's it. I watch it because I've been watching it for goddamn thirty years. <laughs> you know, I, like I started watching. Yeah, fuck, nineteen eighty eight. I started watching wrestling. Oh my god. So yeah, thirty fucking years I've been watching We're wrestling. Old. And. Uh, yeah, so uh, so yeah, I I watch it out of habit, I think more than anything. But a lot of the time, it's just like, really, what the fuck is with this show? Like, I, I remember, <laughs> like, and I've been live tweeting from the board wrestling fan uh, Twitter account, uh, just on some advice that uh, somebody had given me about uh, trying to get more people listening to the show, whatever. Yeah. Not that we're really, not that any of us really give a shit about the show anymore. Your In fact, sponsors probably care though. I got rid of the sponsorships. Did you? There are there there are there will be no more sponsors for Board Wrestling Fan wow. because I I can't guarantee we're gonna do a show. Right, because I, there's too many people involved, and I don't want to be obligated to do a show. Right. I want to just be like, hey, you guys want to do a show this week? Cool. What if, what if you guys like did every other week or something? Maybe I or maybe just pay per views or something. Like that's how we started. Yeah. It was just. We were doing articles, and then we started doing roundtables for, uh, like, pay-per-views. So the first one was, like, Survivor Series, like, six or seven years ago. And we're like, okay, cool, you know, this is this is pretty cool. And then it became a weekly thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's G and I have been on pretty much every week since we started, uh, you know, with f- a few exceptions. Right. Uh, JT's been on most of the time we've been on. 
Uh, Drow Goddess has been on and off. Mark uh, Mark joined us, and he's off and on. Adam joined us, he's off and on. And, uh, yeah. you know, so we're kind of, um, you know, it's kind of like, well, do we really feel like doing this? And I, I was to a point where I even messaged the, the group the other, you know, a couple of weeks ago, like, guys, I really don't feel like doing <laughs> this, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And then we were supposed to have an interview, and then the interview fell through. Uh. And, then we, uh, you know, and G wasn't available, and JT wasn't available, and, you know, the others aren't uh, well, always on. Well, summers get difficult for availability. This is also true. Like, and you then, plan on it freeing up your time, but really more stuff is going on for to take up your time. So, <laughs> what? Yeah. But the, but the idea is basically we, you know, I've grown tired of doing the damn thing. And we had an interview, and the, I, I'm getting harped on to... You know, hey, you know, follow up with this guy, get a hold of this guy, and like, I'm just like, dude, I'm working on a fucking thousand dollar project here. Right. I don't have time to worry about this wrestling thing for a guy that nobody's heard of outside of the fucking, you know, southeast. Right. Like, I'm sure he's popular. I'm sure he'll bring in rating listeners, but like, yeah, they don't even exist anymore, but the SmackDown review is still better than the Raw review on Board Wrestling. <laughs> anyway, uh, Mark sent us a picture of his bird. Oh, how's the bird? Yeah, there's the bird. Aww. I was in mid-sentence when he sent it, so I didn't... Yeah. <laughs> Mid-rants, really, but uh, but yeah, I mean, if you're listening, you, you want to... If you're looking for a place, you know, shoot me a message and maybe we'll... Uh, yeah, maybe you'll... Get the VIP I, I, status and be invited over. I really like. I'm trying to limit the number of people I invite. Yeah, I also just a handful. You know, if I've never met you before, I'm more iffy about inviting you to my home. Right, especially when saying BYOB to my home. Yes, yes. Uh, we're not huge drinkers at all. Um, so I mean, keep that in mind. Like, leave the whiskey at home. We don't really need it. <laughs> yeah, not, I mean, it's not like that. You know, it, yeah. we're just, we're kind of grown up drinking and, uh, it's a get together. If you want to have some alcohol, that's fine. And we're not going to kick you out for drinking. Realistic. If you're 21, if or you're older. 21 or older. Yeah. We, we no illegal activity, please. No. So, no. you know, we, we just, you know, like it's not I, worth us going to jail or, or getting <laughs> kicked out because I had to, I right. did like, you know, go to my landlady. Like, is it cool if we have people over on the, uh, you know, on the 19th or whatever, you know? like, Mom, <laughs> can I have a party? Pretty much. That's what it felt like. <laughs> um, but, but it, no, it was like, we want to use the backyard. Yeah. And we want to let you know that we're using the backyard. Right, because, because that would be really rude because they do spend a lot more time. We don't go out there at all. I have not been in the backyard all summer. Other I than, don't think I've ever been in the backyard. Other than doing my uh, screens for my, right. like, rinsing those out. That's yeah. the only time I've been outside, out out back. Um, oh, I did go look at that table you were talking about. Um, oh, the, the cool, the decorative cool looking table? Yeah. That was very cool. Yeah. yeah, I I one of these nights I do want to go out there before Sunday with my laptop and just make sure I've got, got like Wi Fi. Yeah, yeah, got decent Wi Fi out there. If not, I'm gonna have to pick up like a router or something before then, so that we can go. Yeah, you know, so that we have a decent signal and not have That's to worry good about thinking. it. Uh, especially because I think it's gonna need to be over by the pool. Okay. Because that's where the plugs are. <laughs> um, if we need to free up some extension cords, all I need is a couple minutes' notice. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, um, I can make it happen. Oh, if it's, if Flitzer's Hatch Day is next Tuesday, oh. uh, August 21st, he'll be 10. Holy cow. We just had some uh, kitty cats turn three. I know. Day. And you know what? We were going to bake a cake. 
Yeah. But we never got to the store. And then um, your daughter ended up leaving earlier that day than she usually leaves. So we just had no time to make cake. So, so we just gave them drugs. The cake. Yes, we gave them kitty catnip. <laughs> it was so funny. But that's what started Whisper being alpha male, maybe. And Sylvester was like, Whisper's laying on the ground, like, swatting at him. And Sylvester's standing up on his hind legs, like, rocking. You know? like he's, yeah, like he's boxing. Awesome. <laughs> oh my God. With his bow tie on, of all things. No, the living brain dead will not be playing during the SummerSlam party. <laughs> <laughs> that would be pretty uh, cool, though. It would be. It would be. That would be, uh... <laughs> that would be a feat, I think. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. <laughs> Considering we, I couldn't get the living brain dead to play when there was a living brain dead. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. Fun um, times. Fun times. That's what, what kind I... of stuff is coming up uh, this weekend? We're going to be playing some music soon. So is are we playing anything that's coming up this weekend? We are not starting with anything coming up this weekend. Oh, well, damn it. There was my segue. <laughs> it, there does go your segue. Well, this I is... tried. This is a friend of ours. He sent us music before last week's program. Oh. Uh, but he, uh, we uh, had already put out the 6 a.m., you know, hey, we're playing these bands on the show right. tonight. Right. Um, which I didn't do this week. This week I put out at 6 a.m. like, hey, we're going to tell you at 5 p.m. who we're playing. Yeah. And then I, instead of scheduling the posts for 5 p.m., I posted them at like 4.30. You're an asshole. I didn't mean to do it. I, I realized <laughs> at least I did you it. you got it up early instead of late, right? Yeah, I, well, I realized I did it. And then I'm like, oh, let me... Uh, I might as well just, just post it. it on the other one. And then I also shared it on my own uh, personal page yeah. uh, for once, which I never do. I always do, like, only on the uh, All WNY and Think So Joe Facebook pages. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we, we came up with the bands, like, an hour before showtime. Yeah, real talk. We wing it. Well, the well, part of the reason was I didn't want to wake uh, Leland from Yellow Sauce up and be like, hey, do you have anything for me yet? Yeah. And I fell asleep as you woke up, so I couldn't tell you that I already talked to Leland. <laughs> <laughs> well, Leland had messaged me when I finally woke up. I had a message from him, and I'm like, oh, okay, cool. All right, so we're going to, like, okay, cool, so we'll we'll play that, you yeah. know. And then next week, we should have uh, more stuff. We should have final mixes of stuff. This uh, What we're going to play later is a uh, early mix of... Ooh, sneak peek. Yeah, a sneak peek. Um, and if you're part of the uh, extended family, oh. they've, they've released uh, the track listing. Oh. Uh, so we're not going to give that away here. No, but, uh, but I don't know. I wonder how you can make yourself saucy enough to be part of that family. You I, just have the privilege. I am. Uh, I'll tell you what. I'm looking forward to track uh, 16. Really? <laughs> Uh, because I may or may not be in it. Oh, wow. But... Really, really leave them wondering. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm so good at keeping that secret if, of, if, of whether or not I'm on that Yellow Sauce album. Well, you surely have not said that you are. I have not. <laughs> you won't get that out of me. Uh, you, will, you will notice, by the way, that if you watch the Nick and Dan show this week... Yeah. Their guest is Scott Leffler, uh -huh. who happens to be wearing a Think So Joe Show t-shirt. He's everywhere. Scott knows whose show that really is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so we got some music. Okay, so as soon this as I hit the, the right new button. project that my buddy Dennis Clifton is working on. Yes. Um, 
and I'm I'm really looking forward to it. I've given it a little listen, but uh I I'm not gonna lie, I haven't I haven't sat down and listened to everything. He's got a lot. There is a lot of stuff and on here. And some of it is for sale, some of it is free. It's on broadjam.com. We're gonna play the song that has the most plays. How's that sound? That's reasonable. I, I don't I don't know how long it is, but we're just gonna guess gonna... and say that it's long enough to uh <laughs> to make it's up. It's probably for... longer than these these Songs that are later. Right, I, I'm sure is long enough to make up for the uh, two-minute songs we're playing yeah. later. Uh, so, yeah, this is our buddy Dennis. This is uh, his new project called Lost at Sea. This song is called Cornerstone. Uh, no, Corner Store. Corner Sorry. Store. Yeah, Corner Store on all WNY Radio. Think so, Joke Show. It'll play eventually. I click oh. the button. Here it goes. <laughs> Down at the corner store, picking up things before you go to work, trying not to believe in everything the world says. I know it's hard to get the run around the life, but I know it's not good to say goodbye or stand around and watch everything die. at sea on that all WNY lovely. radio. Thanks, Sojo Show. Yeah, it was nice. That was lovely. It you was know, also short. <laughs> it was which, short. Which I was hoping would not have been the case, um, but... <laughs> you know what? I, As I've said before, I've known Dennis since I was about 15. Um, so that's most of my life now. And he's always been just a huge influence musically to me. And uh, seeing how he has matured musically is just breathtaking. You know, I remember back in the days of the Magic Tones when Andy Herman and Dennis were playing together. You know, they had some serious subject matter, but they did it in such a goofy way. Like, they were just 
such goofy, outgoing dudes that you put them together and you couldn't take them seriously for the content. And, you know, you're, it's nice to see this more mature side of Dennis. Um, but I, you, you mentioned the magic tones and all I can think of is like spatulas. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> Hold on. I got, I, I got to do an old, uh, old board wrestling fan <laughs> slash UHF bit. Spatula city, spatula city, spatula city. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the magic tones and spatulas. Yes, they used to write the magic tones on spatulas. Actually, did they even write the magic tones, yes. or did they just hand out spatulas? No, they they I all. I think it was a show to show basis. They were uh, they were all customized, as far as I know, and in, in shows that I've uh, played with the magic tones yeah. and seen the magic tones. Uh, but yes, they would write uh, in in silver sharpie on like the you know the black like plastic yeah. ones you get from the dollar store. Yeah. Like yeah, and they would just hand those out at shows. I've definitely been to a show. It was at the summit. Um, it was I don't know if it was an open mic or if it was specifically a Magic Tones show, uh, because they were so prominent in the open mics that we had at the summit in Lockport. Oh, in Lockport. Um, that was uh, there was one show where they did not have two of the same spatula. Like, everybody that got to get a spatula had a different spatula than the spatula next to them. Dennis just uh, commented. He said, Greg Rinker did sound on that in 1996. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, speaking of Greg. I wasn't uh, I wasn't going to bring up Greg, but there he is. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, we, uh, we, we said goodbye to him this week. Yeah, uh, we, we went to the wake. Um, out in Ransomville, it was, it was so fucking hard, mm-hmm. you know, um, when people are loved like that, it's just, um, it's hard to, it, as comforting as the love is, it's also really hard to see other people, you know, feeling what you're feeling because this really sucks. <laughs> but, uh. We got to go and pay our respects to Greg and his family. Oh, he says he did the girlfriend. he did the song on a sound on a live song that he sent. <laughs> okay, so not that song that we just played, but a song that he sent us. Cool. We'll have yeah. to. We'll, well check. Well, out. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be <laughs> listening to that whole catalog at some point. You know, we never know what we're talking about. Don't you listen to the show? Right. <laughs> but yeah, we uh, it was it was definitely. Uh, you know, it was, it was, but they buried him just like everybody knew him. You know, um, <laughs> if you ever had the pleasure, you met Greg more than likely in camouflage uh, shorts, cargo shorts, um, a black collared Dickies shirt, a black Dickies cap, sunglasses. <laughs> uh, he's probably got his flashlight. You know, and all of these things were there with him. And it it was just, it was nice to get together and remember him and, you know, just pay some respect to him. Yeah, for sure. I, uh, you know, and I uh, didn't know him that well, but it was nice to see his family and see how many people were out uh, to uh, to pay tribute and pay the respects and and you know um, what? We went to, uh, there was a 2 o'clock showing and I believe a 6 o'clock showing. Yeah. And I expected that the 6 o'clock showing was going to be the busy one. And it was, we went to the 2 o'clock 
you know, um, and it was, there were, there was just so much love in that room. I saw JR and Ryan from Diceros were yes. in line ahead of us. Yes, and we saw Meredith. Uh, we saw Meredith on our way out. We just, we just missed... missed Nick Landers. Yeah. <sighs> could have used a hug in Nick Landers. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure Nick could have used the hug too. So yeah. I, I know he was <laughs> not uh, handling yeah. that you know very what? well. So. We're, we're a good tight knit music community in the Buffalo, Niagara area. Sure. So we're going to get through this together. Always do. And it's, it's, you know, that's what's great is this is a community that uh, we all knew each other. We all respect <laughs> each other and we all, uh, you know, especially Greg was very well respected by anybody he's ever worked with or, or uh, who's ever like known him and has walked into Evening Star or wherever yeah. he was working. And uh, just, you know, like I said, like I said last week, you know, I would walk into Evening Star and it would be like I was home. I know. It wasn't I like know. he uh he managed to whether you were the promoter or a patron or a band, you know, no matter what you were, you were part of that concert and Greg made you feel like it was important that you were there. Um, <laughs> you know, it's not not oh god. <laughs> appropriate, appropriate. <laughs> we just got tweets uh, from Ryan Gurnett from the Struggle is Real Buffalo Music Podcast. Hi, Ryan. Yeah, he's uh, he's listening. He says he thinks wrestling is ridiculous, but might come hang for a little bit on Sunday. Oh, that would be nice. Uh, he says that there's no more sponsors for the wrestling podcast because of my questionable past. Uh, he's not <laughs> saying that he has pictures, but he's also not saying that he doesn't. And, and then, then Laura shared this. Some of, oh. Laura. Laura shared this uh, wonderful <laughs> picture of Scott Leffler. <laughs> How many dress pictures do we have of Scott Leffler at this There's point? There's a few of them. Are they all the same dress? I have uh, never I believe noticed. They, I believe they are all the same dress. Well, we're going to have to start paying attention to that. I guess. We'll, uh, <laughs> if anybody has something other than this light blue dress on Scott Leffler, we would like a picture, please. Uh, Twitter. What is? How can we get it through Twitter? At Think So Joe show. Um, at Think So Joe at Karina DeFabio. Yes, yes, I I have a, a Twitter. Twitter's stupid. <laughs> you do. You have Lady Laura Moore tweeting you and telling you that uh, the uh, t telling you that I I told her to tell you that there's no show today. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I didn't check it because I would have not shown up. <laughs> <laughs> So it's National Relaxation uh, National Relaxation Day, according to Twitter here, and uh, it's the number one trending topic right now. I like that day. But uh, here we are working, and then I have to work more after after this, and then after that I have to work more. So I know. you're just I, I shouldn't agree. I shouldn't have agreed to uh, finish some voiceover stuff tonight. I should have just been like, Nah, dude, it's National Relaxation Day. I'll get you in the morning. Right. Right. Especially because it's not my fault that I had to do it today because it would have been done yesterday if you would have sent me the damn scripts. Right. <laughs> right. That's neither here nor there. Anyway. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> I was watching uh, movies last night. I watched... Uh, well, I can't talk about the first movie. Um, but uh, the second movie uh, is, is probably the best thing Arnold Schwarzenegger's ever done. Oh. Which was Terminator 2, Judgment Day. Also... The best James Cameron movie ever made. 
<laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. Well. Yeah. Are you going to argue with me? Are you going to tell me Titanic? You know that I'm not, because you know that the best part of Titanic was when that little dude fell and hit the propeller blade when the boat was going down. <laughs> I, like, when that movie was in theaters, I had friends that had seen it, like, two or three times, and they kept telling me that same exact thing. Every time I watch it. I that it was that. only worth watching for that dude hitting the propeller. And so, like, um, you know, I I had never seen that part. I've only seen the first half of that movie up until you had said on this show, the dude hitting the propeller is the best <laughs> part. So I went and I watched it on uh, on YouTube, and there's, like, right. this this video where it's just looped over looped. and over and over <laughs> again of the dude falling over and hitting the propeller. Like, yeah. <laughs> Does Corey Comments even have a t-shirt? That's a good question. Oh, wow. Well, you know what? Hey, hey, if he doesn't have t-shirts, hey, we Corey. can make them. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Corey. Uh, I know a guy who can make t-shirts. We actually, the other, was it <laughs> like yesterday? Like Corey listens to this show. Was it yesterday that we put together that machine or the day uh, before? It was, it was Monday we put together that okay. machine. Um, We put together a four-color press. Mostly Joe put it together, which is um really kind of weird. Because you're me, the you're the one that puts things together. I'm the here? one that I'm the one that builds shit. I you. That's like your job. Th- yeah, but honestly, the instructions were pictures with arrows that made no sense. Scott does own a. Uh, he says if wearing a dress, as Scott says if wearing a dress to fight cancer makes me bad, I'll gladly take that moniker. Anyway. Aww. Well, I anyway. just want to see a different dress. Anyway. I, I have a few. I will say that Scott does own a Struggle is Real Buffalo Music Podcast t-shirt. I've seen him wear it. Yes. So, you know, I would imagine, I I will certainly say that uh, he is being, he is not being facetious when he says if Corey had a t-shirt, he would wear it. Right. So, Corey, if you're listening, which you're not, I'm sure, uh, um, but hey, what? shoot us a why tweet. Don't, yeah, why don't we just shoot him a fucking message? Or just, shoot us. Are gotta, you going to see him later? No, not not that Corey. Mm. I don't even know who we're talking about. <laughs> oh, Scott, I'm going to see, yes. Okay. I'm going to see Scott. I, I, Corey's not going to be there. Oh. Corey lives in Rochester. I didn't know that. Yes. <laughs> I don't fucking listen to a show. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Corey comments, one of the great other shows you can listen to right here on All WNY. Yeah. Also, The Struggle is Real Buffalo Music Podcast. And here's the thing with Scott Leffler, plus the Nick and Dan show. If you watch it on YouTube, you know I'm the star of that show. I I definitely know that you're the star of that show. I mean, have you have you even seen any other people on that show besides me? No one of interest. Yeah, I mean, geez. <laughs> you know, they didn't have uh, you know, Jamie Holcott on a few weeks ago. Or, oh my god, what a talented man. Or or, you know, the dudes from the Scarecrow show a few weeks back uh. too. Uh, inherent vice hasn't been on there you know oh my god how exciting that we can talk about inherent vice though oh yes we're allowed to uh um they're we're we're allowed to they're they're back at music is art they're unhiatus they're gonna be playing at noon at music is art and they are so excited and we are so excited oh my god i'm still not thrilled about having to get up at before noon on a saturday but whatever i'll be there (laughs) oh we're not missing it oh no we're certainly not and but then then on the other end of the spectrum, our boys the Kennedy Carpool aren't playing till way later in the day. 
So we're just gonna have to so drink we are some going, Pepsi. We are gonna be at Music Is Art all day. I'm gonna drink some coffee. You drink some Pepsi. Uh, un, un, we'll be fine. Unless a major artist is coming to the arena again, like it was last year, the day of Music Is Art, oh, where we went and saw Lost Elysium and then bounced and saw uh, uh, Roger Waters from Pink Floyd. Oh gosh. His Us and Them tour, which was just the best produced show I think I've ever seen. And that says a lot because I've yeah, seen some seen really well produced shows. shows. <laughs> I mean, your favorite band is Metallica. I, 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 you know, I'm not the biggest Metallica fan, but I would love to see their show because I know that it is well produced. And, and I and I've seen the Aquabats. Who oh my just, god! Yeah, you know the only thing I can think of that would be more fun than the Aquabats is just straight up Yo Gabba Gabba. Sure. <laughs> oh my god! When okay, so. I dated a guy who had a three-year-old kid. This was, like, eight years ago, okay? And I spent so much time watching Yo Gabba Gabba and The Electric Company for somebody who did not bear a child. <laughs> and I'm not going to lie. I could watch Yo Gabba Gabba all day, every day, like I watch Adventure Time. And I know what you're thinking. Those shows are fucking weird. Yeah, I'm but, okay with it. Yeah, but Yo Gabba Gabba has MC Bat Commander, so... <laughs> That, that that automatically makes it way better than anything else. Um, you, you've never seen the Aquabats, Aquabats Super Show. No, I haven't. That, like, if anybody's ever seen the Aquabats Super Show, picture that on stage, and that's an Aquabats concert. Like, Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and, and I saw the Aquabats. It was 4th of July, uh, probably uh, 2005-ish. Maybe 2004. Uh, it was at the Buffalo Icon. Oh, wow. Yeah, which, uh, man, I missed that place. That I was loved, a fun venue. I loved that place, but, uh, and, and it seems Some like great we, shows there. it seems like we talk about that every now and then because I, I did bring up, uh, MC Lars a couple of weeks right. ago, and that's where I first saw him, yeah. uh, was at, uh, was at the Buffalo Icon. Uh, but I went by myself to this Aquabat show, and it was so much fun. It oh was just God. like, and they, you know, they did their whole shtick where they're fighting villains on stage and they have commercials cool. between songs. And oh, my like, gosh. Like, then they're, uh, you know, for an encore, because they're like, what's 4th of July without a pool party? And they play <laughs> pool party. And it's like, yeah. You know, like, it was so much fun. I, I, I don't know if they've been back to Buffalo since then. Oh, man. And I swear I would, like, I, I'd buy pre-sale tickets, mm. like, VIP even for the Aquabats. That's how much fun that show was. That would be balls. I really, I think we met them after the fact anyway. I, because, like, the Icon, you could just walk right out to the parking right. lot right after. Um, you, you know who I saw at the Icon? Um, this isn't as exciting as if I had seen the other band that Daryl Palumbo was in. But I saw Head Automatica there. Okay. Singer from Glassjaw. Sure. You know what they mean to me because I got I, this I'm thing aware. on me, this prison tattoo. Right. Right. I'm aware. Right. Uh, I, I I also saw one of the worst concerts I've ever seen at the Buffalo Icon. Really? What was it? Trust Company. <laughs> you You laugh, you know. I didn't go, but <laughs> I wouldn't go to that show. And uh, no. No. So, so the the girl I was dating at the time that was her favorite band. Yep. And she goes, uh, "Oh my God, Trust Company's coming!" So like, I knew one song by them, and she had given me their second album. 
<laughs> like she was on their street team. She was team. really into them. Well, she was on their street team, so part of what she had to do was promote the band and and get the get the word out there. So she <laughs> bought me a copy of their second album, and I listened to it once, and I was like, "This is fucking awful." <laughs> but I went anyway. I'm like, "Well, you know, they have that one song, Downfall. I right. really like that. I'm gonna go check that out. I, I'm gonna go see them just to hear them play Downfall." <laughs> and this uh, she she used to like to show up to shows at like twelve thirty. 12.30 for, like, a 6 o'clock show? Yeah. Oh, my God. So we'd be outside of the Icon, like, right by... I'd be That's like, not the kind of venue you do that to I'd be for. chipping paint off of the... Chipping some of that blue paint off of the wall yeah. outside there. Yeah. <laughs> like, just standing in line, waiting to go in. Oh, my God. And Trust Company's already there, and they're already in, and they're doing sound check, and they played Downfall for their sound check. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, I just heard the song I I'm came for. I'm ready to go. Can I go home now? Like, no, we paid for these tickets. We're going to see the show. And it was, oh my God, they were fucking awful. And they did like, they did this, like, like, like you go to shows, you hear people yell Freebird. You ever hear a band like try to play Freebird and they do it fucking terribly, right? <laughs> These guys did a terrible cover of Sweet Home Alabama. How do you fuck up Sweet Home Alabama? A Kid Rock did it. Kid Rock, yeah, but Kid Rock rewrote his song. Like he, he didn't do Sweet Home Alabama. He did a song that was based on Sweet Home Alabama. They did Sweet Home Alabama and did it fucking terribly. I didn't hate that Kid Rock song, by the way. But that's you didn't? Not that particular song. Oh, my god. Anything else he's done in the past, like, since, like, like, Cocky was probably his last good album. But, like, anything he's done past that is just like, yeah, no. Maybe, like, he had a couple of good songs on Forever, but, like, yeah. I was, you know, I was, um, I was working as a DJ, uh, when uh, I think it's the album Forever. Whatever song had this, uh, whatever album had the song Picture on it, right? That that song with Cheryl Crow. Oh, okay. Back when those two were dating, and um, so I was working at this uh, bowling alley, and I had, uh, like, I had that album. I liked that song. I was like, oh, that's a pretty good song. And then like it started getting radio play, right? Yeah. It's like, oh my god, I am so fucking sick of this song. And people would come up to me like, can you play Picture by Kid Rock and Sheryl Crow? Like, fuck no, I can't play no. Picture by Kid <laughs> Rock and Sheryl Crow. So this one guy goes around collecting money from all the people that want to want to hear uh, the uh, that song, right? Picture. <laughs> and um, so he comes up to me with like 67 cents. <laughs> and he was like, he's, or, or no, you know what it was? He, uh, he, uh. Asked me to, uh, he got me to play it somehow. I don't know if he was, if he gave me the money for, for that or if he gave me the money to turn it off. Because he came <laughs> up to me like, man, this song really sucks. Can you turn this off? I'm like, I started playing it, dude. I can't turn it off now. You're stuck with it, fucker. Yeah. <laughs> this is why I didn't want to play it. You yeah. Know? But yeah, that was, uh, those were good times working in the bowling alley, DJing for. That sounds like it could be fun. For extreme bowling. And then we get to bowl for free all the fucking time, too. It was great. Cool. So. So Turtle and I would just show up and we'd just bowl whenever the fuck we wanted to. <laughs> like, you know, it's two o'clock on a Monday. We got nothing else to do. Let's go bowling. We walk in the door like, hey, John. Like, oh, yep, here's here's uh, here's your shoes, fellas. Nice. <laughs> wonder what, I wonder what happened to that guy after that place closed. Like, he was a nice guy. Uh -huh. Our manager there, his name was John. I forget what his last name was. He was, a, he was an older guy, had like a, you know, Porn stash going. And, oh, nice. <laughs> you, know. you would expect no less from a guy that runs a bowling alley. Right. He Well, he was the assistant manager, I think. I can't remember what the... The assistant is the one that really does the bowling. 
Right. Well, I can't remember what the manager's name was, and I know that. Well, or maybe he was the owner. I don't know, but he he was also the manager or owner at uh, Milshire Lanes out in uh, NT or Tonawanda or wherever the fuck. I have no idea. It's on Military and Sheridan in Tonawanda. That's Tonawanda. That's yeah. Tonawanda. Yes. Uh, and like we actually, um, like like Turtle and I own a business, legit. Like it's registered with Niagara County. Um, and we, we did that after talking to the DJ from Milshire Lanes one night while he was working. But yeah, we, it was cool, man. We, we, we always hung out and did, uh, you know, we played, played music. We got to meet all the people and, you know, it was, it was fun. Yeah. It was, it was a simpler time. Simpler time. And we got paid for it and, uh, it landed me on Judge Mathis and, uh, that's... <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was talking about. And that is a life goal right there. That's what I was talking to my Lyft driver about on the way home <laughs> from uh, from the Headstones. We were talking about, uh, you know, I, I mentioned I was on divorce court. And then I met, because she said she uh, had been to, her son had gone to L.A. for something or whatever. I don't know. So what I was talking about, yeah, I was there once. I was there for divorce court, you know. <laughs> and then I mentioned, you know, being in Chicago for Judge Mathis and all that. And, yeah. Because she was asking me, like, oh, do they pay you to go on those shows? Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I would imagine my contract is no longer valid with these places, so I could probably talk about they give you uh, money to be on these shows, and they yeah. they pay your judgment. Their producers pretty much uh, give you things to say. Like, the cases are real, yes. These are real people really suing each other over yeah. real problems, over real money, and there's real money involved. But the producers, like, will jump in and be like, hey, why don't you say this? Hey, why don't you yeah. say that? You know, and, like... Um, Wait, you're under oath, and you—they're telling you what to say. It's that's that's there's a, business. There's truth to the things they have you say. So, but like one of the things they wanted me to say on Judge Mathis, if you ever find this old episode of Judge Mathis, which I I have not found, <laughs> uh, not that I've really been looking, but I have not found this. If you find this old episode of Judge Mathis, you'll see at one point I say. Oh, you know, he was such a holy roller and he was always, you know, uh, and I was supposed to say he was always like preaching to people when he was working for me. Mm-hmm. And um, as soon as I got that, oh, he's such a holy roller, you know, as soon as that came out of my mouth, Judge Mathis yells at me. And I'm just standing there like you're thinking of myself like your producer told me to say it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't care that he likes Jesus. <laughs> like, that's cool for him. It may not be my thing, but your producer told me to say it. Well, hey. Can we talk about Saturday yet? Uh, yes. <laughs> All right, so what's going on Saturday? There's a lot going on Saturday, as a matter of fact, uh, to a point where, uh, let me let me pull up the events here. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about, uh, you and I are going to a show at Mohawk Place, mm-hmm. uh, because a lot of our friends are playing it, a lot of our yeah. friends are going, and yeah. uh, also it's fucking Green Jello. yeah. Uh, and so that's one of the things that we are going to this, uh, this, that's one of the things going on this Saturday. That's the thing that we, uh, in particular are going to. And, uh, let me tell you a little bit about that. We're not playing any bands out of this just quite yet. We'll be, uh, we'll be doing that in a a few minutes here. Uh, but this has, uh, bands, uh, such as XM Priory. Yeah. Wyatt Coin. Oh yeah. Three Green. They're coming up on one of my shows, too. Yeah, buried Beneath Concrete. Yeah. Whose uh, profile picture was taken by me, by the way. Yeah, that's a um, great picture. And uh, Lazy Ass Destroyer, who we saw with Green Jello the last time. Oh, my God. Like, 
just prepare yourself for anything. I mean, if you think if you think we get butts on this show, oh my god, uh, I think we we got we got some ball sack from from the dude last year. I I was trying to avoid looking, so well, <laughs> I wasn't gonna not look <laughs> anyway. Uh, and also, uh, a band we are playing later on today on this show is uh, is Coffin Hook. Yeah. Uh, so those are all those are all playing Saturday night. That's going to be a killer show. We're looking forward to it, yeah. uh, and have been for a while now. Yeah. Um, there's also the Aspired Infliction CD release show uh, that's going on at the Tudor Lounge that night. Oh. Uh, which is um, it's going to have Aspired Infliction. Uh, mass casualty. Our friends Diceros, who we uh, we saw, we we didn't uh, we didn't talk to we him. didn't talk to him. I, I didn't. It wasn't really a social situation. No, I didn't way. think it would have been appropriate to like reach out of the line and like High tap Jr. Somebody, on the shoulder, yeah. like, "Hey, dude, what's up?" You know, like. Uh, uh, but um, and uh, and a, a band we're playing later on on this show, Murder City Outlaws. Yeah, looking forward to that. That's gonna be. Uh, I mean, that's gonna be a really good show. They're really good bands, and we're, you know, if if that's what you're into, you don't want to go to the Green Jello show, there's yeah. too many people for you or whatever. Uh, I mean, it's at Tudor, it's going to do well regardless of if, yeah. you know, who's you know, there or not. I've I've only been to Tudor that one time that we recently went there. It's entirely possible, too, that you might be able to see Green Jello and still make it over to see Aspired Infliction. That's true, because Tudor stuff is a little bit later, isn't Tudor it? Goes a little, uh, Tudor goes long, yeah. Yeah. But I've only been there that one time, and I freaking loved it there. I think, though, it's a very good thing that I didn't go there when I used to drink. Sure. Because I could see myself getting a little fucking stupid there. <laughs> that is a venue for that. Yeah, yeah, that would be I, a I've good seen, place I've for seen me I've seen it happen. To, yeah. I've seen it happen. Um, it's and, mean, and that's not to say that you know that it's dangerous, that it's bad, that it's anything like that. It's, it's a fun everybody, atmosphere. Everybody, like in good fun. Nobody's getting hurt. Yeah. Nobody's being rude. It's, it's just a it's really a, excited place. It's a fun atmosphere. It's really good. The bands are always killer. There, we're gonna be there uh, the night before Thanksgiving. Oh my God! So we're gonna be at Tudor on the biggest drinking night of the year. Yes. Uh, I might have to come out of retirement. And uh, if if <laughs> if this lineup that's been discussed is uh, is going to happen, holy shit, that's yeah. the place to be. Yeah. Uh, but we're not we're, divulging we'll anything until it's confirmed. Future. Yes. Uh, also, uh, this Saturday night at uh, the uh, uh, what do you call this place? I forget. Uh, Noiseland Arcade. <laughs> Noiseland. Noiseland Arcade. If you don't know where that is, ask, ask a punk. A punk. <laughs> uh, I I I know where that is now. I've, yeah, I've been, we've been upstairs there. there. Uh, anyway, um, so there's a local band called Tony Rocky Horror. We're playing them uh, very shortly on this show. Uh, they're with three touring bands. Uh, Some kind of nightmare from San Diego. Old Souls from Cleveland, and the hosting band is the McGunks from Boston, huh. uh, and that's their first time here. Um, you know, it was funny because I saw Old Souls, and I didn't look at this event page really d in depth, uh, and I googled for Old Souls Buffalo, and there is a rapper called Old Souls in oh, Buffalo. Really? So, hey Google, shut up. <laughs> But yes, that's uh, that's what's going on. So that's uh, that's another show to check out. Uh, we are going to play uh, the local band that's on that show, Tony Rocky Horror, uh, in just a minute or two here. Uh, but first, 
And we're going to give you some, and we're going to make Sauce Month live up to its name. We're going to get a little saucy and we're going to give you just a small taste, just a sneak preview of the album that you can get on Friday, August 31st at Stamps from Yellow Sauce. And this is a track off of that brand new Yellow Sauce album, The Ballad of Bob Paul. And it's called Mayonnaise here on all WNY Radio. Think so, Joe Show. Ready? Ready? That was Tony Rocky Horror on All WNY. Think so, Joe Show. That song called Neptune. Uh, preceding <laughs> that was Mayonnaise by Yellow Sauce, which is going to be on The Ballad of Bob Paul. I thoroughly enjoyed, enjoyed both songs. They were both great. And we are, uh, we're, we're going to have, of course, Yellow Sauce's CD release is 
Friday, August 31st, it's Stamps. Yeah. 98 Main Street in Tonawanda. That sounds about right, right? Am I wrong? Um, It is 98 Main Street. <laughs> I'm just is. guessing off the top of my head. Like, I think it's 98 Main I, Street. I know from helping Greg Burt and FTMP out a while back, <laughs> um, I would update the event listings for several event listing sites. And you had to know all the venues' addresses and, like, all kinds of stuff that, like, other otherwise, like, why the fuck would you know that? <laughs> We've got, uh, but yes, uh, it'll be Yellow Sauce, XM Priory, Janie Crash and the Tallman, and Don Roth. Gosh, you know. It's Don Roth's all-WNY premiere, by the way. He's never been on him. an all-WNY show previously. He's in for a treat. He is. <laughs> this is going to be a good one. A yellow, saucy treat. Okay, so I'm having so much fun on Facebook with Sauce Month. Um, I don't know if any of you guys follow me on Facebook. I have just been hashtagging the shit out of Sauce Month. And, <laughs> like, um, Dan Twist's wife tagged me and hashtagged Sauce Month in a video about making banana peel fingernail manicure and oh my god, it's so fucking gross, but it's so fucking cool. <laughs> the, the banana peel. Uh, yeah, it's like it's like yeah, your, your fingernail is a banana, and you the I don't know why they thought to make it look like it was being peeled, and um, I don't know. It's just uh, you know, every time we see somebody who's wearing yellow, I yell sauce month. You know, I'm really, I'm really enjoying Sauce Month, and I think that we should do this again next year. Um, because I know that Yellow Sauce has a lot more in store for us, and this, uh, this album is just going to be, you know. I'm so looking forward to this I album. Know. It's going to be so much fun. It's going to be so good. The the CD release is going to be incredible because it's fucking Yellow Sauce. Right. Not to mention the rest of them, you know. Oh yeah, well sure. The the re well like like the flyer says. Oh, and these guys are playing too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yes, it's gonna be a lot of fun. It's gonna be a great show. Um, I, I think we finally finalized the lineup for our following show. Yeah. I I think we finally yeah I I uh, I need to just make sure. But we have a Sunday show coming up in September. Uh, let me, let me let you in on, on this a little bit. Uh, uh, Sunday, September 9th, it's an afternoon show. I don't know the time oh, off. Don't know, don't know the time off the top of my head. I, I will find that out and I will share that, uh, as soon as I know we everything 100%. But, uh, yes, uh, the missing worker have a new CD, uh, that they're working on. Uh, I I the, the main thing I need to confirm right now is if they are uh, releasing it at this show oh. or not. Uh, but they do have a new album that they're working on, uh, and I I can we've uh, finalized the lineup. We're gonna put out an event page very soon. Mm -hmm. uh, but I want you to mark your calendars for September 9th in the afternoon on a Sunday. Yeah. Another reason why board wrestling fans kind of fading away is because I'm busy on Sunday, so all right. of a sudden... Sundays are picking up. They're not really yeah. down today anymore. So, uh, but yes, uh, so the Missing Worker CD release, uh, 
Uh, I'm not sure who the opening acts are. I do know that Mindy Davy is one of them. Oh, how nice. I love her. Oh, yeah, she's she is a wonderful human being. She's a wonderful human being. She's a wonderful musician. She's a wonderful role model. Yes. You know, she's just... She's a great inspiration. A great, great person to know. A great inspiration. Yes. And and we're very proud of her, and we're very happy to, to yeah. have her, uh, her, her back on an all... Her is, is just like a storybook now. You sure. know, like, she, she's married. She's... She's on a straight and narrow path. She's taking care of her kid. She's being... She's taking care of herself. It's, she's taking care of herself, First yeah. and foremost, which is yeah. amazing. Like, like yeah. considering, you know, where she was in the past. And, yeah. and so, But, yes, uh, so so Sunday, September 9th. Yes. Mark that on your calendar. Uh, and, um, you know, be, be prepared to be there during the afternoon. In fact, it's early enough where I messaged Stamps and I said, hey, listen... You know, we're doing this early. If you guys want to have a later show, too, right. you could probably get away with it. So, um, <laughs> makes I'll, for a long day for them, but yeah, I, I don't, want I don't want to, revenue. I don't want to fish through uh, messages on the air to get you the rest of the details, right. but we'll, well, uh, we'll, we'll talk about that more next week, I think. Um, I have something coming up in September, too. Yes, you do. And it's that's September, actually an all WNY event at this point. Thank September, you, Scott. September 28th. Yes, it's going to be at Stamps. Uh, we have Tokyo Monsters. So what you're saying is all WNYs at Stamps three times in a month. Oh, God, poor Stamps. <laughs> um, Three Green, Axe and Smashed, and Virus X. Yes. So we got some punk rock to start off the night, and then we're going to end it with, with Tokyo Monsters and probably dance our butts off. I'll be there at some point. I know I I believe you, <laughs> but you know what? Steel Panther is a hell of a show in itself. Um, so I I get why the day was available. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, well, but you have a hell of a show going on that night I, as well. You know, that's it's gonna, gonna be... be good. It's gonna be it's uh different. It's so different for what I usually do. You know, I'm I'm usually um charity events, long events eclectic events you know this one turned out to be pretty eclectic yeah but uh it's still got a punk feel to it you know um i mean you, all wny knows eclectic events we've uh you're, oh my you're, gosh you're talking i can't to a, think of anyone to fit this show let's throw janie crash on there <laughs> yes that's that's happened many a time like hey janie crash said they'll you know play what? nothing will fit <laughs> this what'll tie it together just just some janie crash we did uh we did a nice show. I, I thought it was I thought everybody fit together, but the bands kind of didn't. Mm -hmm. And I, I think it flowed well. This was uh, last September. Uh, we did a show. Actually, it was the last show I ever drank at. Oh wow! By the way, uh, aside from the uh, champagne at midnight at, oh. on New Year's, um, but it was um, it was we started the night with Lower Town Trio. Okay. Uh, we we continued on with Kickstart Rumble. Okay. And then we went into the Barksdales uh -huh. and XM Priory. Like, okay. It's a hodgepodge, but it makes sense because it's all good rock and roll. And the the order of it was like, you know, you start off with just this good rockabilly band. Yeah. And then you, you move into this, like, 1950s style rock and roll band. So that makes sense to me. And, and then into the punk rock. So it was like the evolution of rock almost. Yeah. To have the, those four bands put together and it's for, and honestly it's all good music so and i and i was marketing cares? i was marketing it and marketing it as four distinct rock bands four uh -huh. 
completely different styles of yeah. rock music. And but it flowed so well. But I had Nate uh, from the Barksdales was standing next to me, dude. I, I I don't know if we should be playing after this band. Like they, <laughs> like 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 we don't play horns. Like, <laughs> like no, dude, dude, it'll be fine. It, it makes sense to it'll me. It'll be fine. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> and it worked out well. It was yeah. a good night. It was a good show. You know, it was. Uh, <laughs> that was the night where I you know, had one cup of beer and I was like, okay, why the fuck am I this tipsy off of one cup of beer? Because you don't drink? Partly because I don't drink and partly because I think there's like, you know, holes in my gums to get the, the alcohol straight into my bloodstream. Oh, Jesus. So like, yeah. <laughs> I don't give a shit about drinking. I never did. So like, yeah. you know, like, even though like we were we were trying to portray that image with Think So Brain and calling ourselves Thinks, uh, Drink So Brain early yeah. on. <laughs> But, um, you know, we tried to portray that image and we did drink. We, you know, it wasn't like I didn't drink at all back then. It was just, you know, we didn't, uh, we, we, you know, I drank more during that period of my life than any other time. Yeah. Like, I remember discovering Jägermeister. Oh my God, me too. <laughs> oh my God. I have, I have so many stories about Jägermeister. Like, get me started sometime. <laughs> You'll get to know a different Karina. Well, I I recall exactly when I started drinking Jägermeister. Uh, there was a clear show at uh, <laughs> at uh, NU. Okay. And, uh, well, I had friends who were students at NU, and I didn't drive at that point in time either. So, um, but that was because I couldn't afford a car. Mm -hmm. uh, but anyway, so I I uh, took the bus over to this show. They were like, yeah, well, we'll you know, you could just... You just crash in our dorm with us. You know, it, we'll get away. You know, it'll be fine. Nobody will say anything. Okay, 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 cool. So I went, I saw Clear, and I went and hung out with my with my friends. Uh, some of you may know Slash Tacular, Amanda Baldwin. Uh, she uh, she was a huge fan of Clear once Joe joined the band, Joe Caffarella. Uh. Uh, and so we went to that show, and then we hung out, and, uh, you know, like, I, I hung out with them, and she was like, oh, here, try this. Like, what is it? It's Jägermeister. <laughs> you know, I've heard of this stuff. <laughs> I took a shot. I'm like, oh, shit, I like this. Yeah. And so, like, you know, the next morning I got picked up. Uh, we had a show, I think. And uh, Luke, uh, who's now the guitar player for XM Prior, he was the Think So Brain guitar player at the time. And he picks me up. And I'm like, dude, I just had Jägermeister for the first time. He goes, fuck you, Metallica fans. You're fucking Jägermeister. <laughs> You're fucking uh, black licorice flavored fucking beverage. <laughs> I fucking love him. <laughs> <laughs> well there's there is a uh like you know behind the music or something where james is talking about uh you know oh i went to russia and i discovered this uh delicious after dinner drink called jägermeister <laughs> i guess it would make sense it's an after dinner drink but like i need to not drink that is what needs to happen well so that became the uh go-to drink oh. for my bass player and i before shows that was uh, my early 20s oh <laughs> Oh, we would, we I'd would just like bleh. we'd so show up vomiting. We'd show up at bars and just like before we'd go on, like shot of Jaeger. Just the two of us would do a shot of Jaeger before every show. And if we went to a bar and they didn't have Jaeger, he got to pick the drink, and it was inevitably Jack Daniels. And Ew. I fucking hate Jack Ew. Daniels. I like my Jack Daniels T-shirt, but I don't like Jack Daniels. Yeah, I, I'm not a fan of uh, of Jack Daniels. I I'm, really like most whiskeys though. 
I'm sure that's hate speech to a lot of a lot of people that listen I to the show. I know, I know. And, and and if you are offended by us not liking your liquor of choice there, then we apologize. I don't apologize. You can suck a fart on well, my ass. I apologize, but I just don't like it. It just wasn't my thing. Like... I was uh, I was living with Luke and uh, and uh, his uh, now wife at the time, and we were playing this drinking game one night, and uh, they were drinking Ye- uh, they were drinking Jack, and I was like, listen, if I throw up, it's not from the alcohol, it's from the f- it's from the fucking taste. Yeah. And uh, sure enough, I threw up. Yeah. <laughs> I went on a first date to a bar. You know it was going to end well because the first date was to a bar. Sure. And 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 you and let's specify that this is to a bar to drink, not to see a band. No, you're right. You're right. And gosh, was this my first date with him? Anyways, we went to like play video games or something. And I went to the bathroom. I was I was like, oh, all of a sudden it hits me. We've been drinking Jägermeister. And I go and I. I am sitting on the toilet, and at the same time, I threw up all over his fucking bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) See, whenever I get, like, that drunk, when I was, uh, when I was hanging out with Luke, Luke would always be there and would always be like, dude, no, here, here, drink some water. Uh Like, you don't want to dehydrate. No, I can't drink the fucking water. No, no, drink the water. I can't drink the fucking water. I know. (laughs) I I really can't drink the, no, no, drink the water. It'll make you feel better. The what? <laughs> like Luke is like, uh, you know, he's. I don't want to say he's the band mom. You know what I mean? But yeah, he was, but somebody's got to be in charge here. He would take care of me if I got way too fucking hammered at a party or something. Uh-huh. You know, like, you know, drink the water. Make sure you drink and make sure you don't dehydrate. Yeah. You know. Oh, so, <laughs> How but, funny because neither of us drink. I like we, we, a year we, ago. We today, used to. Yeah. I was. Shit-faced, I can guarantee you. Probably. But I'm not now. And it's not like I made some life decision, like, oh, I'm going to better my life, I'm not going to drink. It's just I don't feel like it. Yeah, right. Um, And as my sister, you know, my sister works at Horizon Village, so she deals with recovering addicts. Right. And um, music is such, it's always been such a big part of both of our lives that she's helping these people recover with music. And introducing them to music in a therapeutic way. And I forgot my point. (laughs) It had to do with drinking. Oh, yeah. So they're talking about concerts, shit like that. And she's like, you know, these people are thinking, like, how could you be at a concert and not be fucked up? Like, how can you how can you be there and not be fucked up? And my sister's just like, how can you be at a concert and not fucking remember it? I and that's always been my thought too. Like, why would I want to go somewhere and not remember the show? And I, I and I'm not saying that I've never done that. Like, I know. there's there's an entire warp tour where the only thing I remember is being in line to get Alien Ant Farm's autograph and seeing Rancid. <laughs> like, uh, like I was that fucked up at this show. Like, uh. Uh, Corey's gonna make his own shirt. He's gonna break out his sewing kit. Oh, that's cute. He's 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 clearly not listening live. He has no idea that that's where the discussion is, is that we would make t-shirts for him. Uh, <laughs> well. I wonder if, is there more than four colors in this uh, image here? One, two, three. Yeah, there's different shades. Mm. We wouldn't be able to do that, but. 
We could simplify it. We could. Totally. But yes. But yes. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, like no, there was like, but I was uh, I wasn't drunk at that warp tour. I was on fucking ecstasy. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I would that's, not expect you to be on ecstasy. That is the only time that I've ever done it. And that's the only thing I've ever done besides weed. So, like, you know, that's uh, that's how clean I live, you know? Well, you're doing better than me. Yeah, well. <laughs> yeah. If you, uh, if you insist, I, I guess I'm doing better than you. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I just smoke weed now. I don't even drink, you know. I, I take medicine, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Who to follow on Twitter? And it's giving me the, uh, co- uh, the, the host of the show that used to be in this time slot. Oh, how funny. <laughs> I, uh, I, I'm not a fan of that individual, so. No. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't give a fuck. Like, it, like things worked out okay in the end, but uh-huh. still, like, fuck that guy. He's an asshole, you know? <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. Yeah. So then, um, I don't have my notebook, but uh, coming up, not in September, but October 3rd. I have a charity event. It's to benefit the uh, Dear Jack Foundation. On a Wednesday. It's on a Wednesday evening. Okay. Yes. Um, it, it was either a Wednesday evening or a weekend during the day. And Stamps was like, you know, you can do either. But we suggest you do it a Wednesday night. So I'm, in, I'm, like, I'm okay. intrigued because usually the first Wednesday is uh, open mic. Well, see, the thing is that I had to do some bartering with um, with our friends from Yellow Sauce. Hashtag Sauce Month. Hashtag Sauce Month. Um, and they were willing. They were, they're so fucking. They're great guys. They were willing to just like trade Wednesdays and do it like the next Wednesday or whatever. I was like, listen, do that. But play my show, too. And they agreed to it. So, Yellow Sauce will be playing on December 3rd for the Dear Jack Foundation. October. October. Yeah, you said December. Whatever. (laughs) Don't, you can't say whatever, because, like, (laughs) if you tell people it's December 3rd, nobody's going to show up October 3rd. Well. October 18th at Nietzsche's and October 26th at at, uh, Stamps All WNY Radio will be there. We're also going to have, uh, like, basket raffles and stuff like that for uh, October 3rd. Um, can, can, can I talk about November 10th? No. Oh, Mohawk yeah. Place. I heard there was something else going on there today. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm very, I'm very upset about this other thing that's going on. I don't, I, I'm it's sure not competing with you. No, I'm sure we're going to outdraw it in every single way. But it's, it's like, uh, I, I'm very upset because I can't go. But it's, uh, it's we have uh, at at uh, November 10th at uh, Mohawk, Kennedy Carpool of Night and Light, and uh, the Scarecrow Show. What a lineup! And uh, one more, we're still working on uh, confirming. Uh, but, but yeah, you have somebody you, you have I have somebody we're, we're talking to, so okay. we just need to follow up and, uh, but you know, he's got a lot going on in his life right now that the lead singer of that particular band. So we're going to 
Uh, work on it. We'll get we'll get there. Okay. Um, and also uh, November twenty first. That's the night before uh, before Thanksgiving. We're at Tudor it's Lounge. Early this year, doesn't it seem like? No. Isn't it usually like twenty seventh? It's like the third or the fourth. I don't know. Fourth Friday in the month. I don't know. It just seems. Well, really... you know why? Because the first is the is is a Thursday. Oh. So that and so it's like. It's uh, this is probably the the earliest that Thanksgiving would be. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the twenty first, the night before Thanksgiving, we're gonna be a Tudor Lounge. We're gonna have, uh, we're gonna have a great show if if everything falls into place the way we're hoping. Uh, so I gotta follow up on that too, and yeah, and hopefully I'm have more so details. excited that we have that night there. Uh, December 9th, we've uh, we've got an event page up for this. Uh, we're, we're working on a third band, but we're at, yeah, um, we, we one unfor- of our bands were not able, they had a conflict, so, um, we're gonna have Reggie Childs, the Toy Box Brigade, and another band to be determined. We're, we're in contact with a third band right now. Yes. So hopefully we'll be able to update that very soon. Uh, and also New Year's Eve stamps with Tokyo Monsters and Yellow Sauce and a couple of more bands. Another New Year's Eve stamps. Oh yeah, we're good. We, we love our New Year's Eve parties with at all WMNY. We love our parties. Well, there's a video up from the last, uh, in fact, uh, in fact, I just shared it yesterday on my own timeline, uh, of XM Priory from last year's New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I'm up on stage with them. And uh, Luke is wearing an all WNY T-shirt, a red all WNY T-shirt. Right. And I say, and I say, uh, I mentioned that a decade prior, on on, on New Year's Eve, going into uh, two uh, two thousand eight, Think So Brain were all together. It was me, Luke, and Anthony. We were all on stage at a place called Maggie's in North Tonawanda, oh, or wow. in in Tonawanda. Yeah. And uh, Luke goes, "Hey, that's where I got this T-shirt." Ah, that that was the night I got this T-shirt. How funny! So, um, but yeah, we so all WNY love their New Year's Eve parties. I love all WNY New Year's Eve parties. I love being a part of them. I'm I love that I've been able to throw them the last couple of years. I uh, I did tell XM Priory that we should do uh, what we did last year sometime again, uh, where I came up and did a cover song with them. That was so fun. <laughs> Oh my goodness! That was my second uh, second performance with XM Priory. You missed the first one. I did. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's okay. Mm-hmm. For a while though, when I was telling the uh, the home mini here to uh, play the Think So Joe show, it would be like, okay, playing XM Priory Think So Brain cover on <laughs> like on YouTube. <laughs> like, no, that's not what I want. I want the Think So Joe show. But now it works. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Like 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 if I tell it to uh, play the podcast, the Think So Joe show, it'll play oh. the latest episode. You just have to be more specific. Well, I was saying that before, and it wasn't working, and no. now it's it's finally working. Uh, I don't know if it works with uh, with the uh, Amazon dealy in there, but uh, I I do know that uh, you can listen to the live podcast on either of those smart devices by saying uh, the your wake word followed by. Uh, Play all WNY radio. I don't want to say the wake word because it'll wake the thing up. And then we'll have echo. Watch this. Hey, Google, play all WNY radio. Here's all WNY radio on TuneIn. And then it's going to be us. Listen. Wake word followed by uh, See? <laughs> play all WNY radio. Hey, Google, stop. 
<laughs> That's obnoxious. It's, it's yeah. yeah. You know what we we had a problem with last year when we were doing the outside uh, summer shows. We um, I was getting uh like like uh, latency in my headphones. Mm. So like it made it really hard to say like tricky words like Elysium. Oh, <laughs> so like I would be like, oh, you know, Brian's off doing a show with Lost, and I couldn't say it because like I kept, I was hearing myself in my headphones, and it was throwing me off. Like so, it wasn't like we have the setup now where there's zero latency. So as soon as I say something, it's in my ears. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's it was just it was you know it was pretty bad. <laughs> but you know it's uh, yeah we used to use that as a feature. On uh, on the show that previously occupied this timeline, a time a time slot, we would uh, we would put the uh, we'd put the show on, and then we just run it through the board, and just have it like it would just echo and and mix and just be trippy like a Pink Floyd song <laughs> almost, you know, like something like that, uh, which was you know, and we'd do that a lot, honestly, mm-hmm. <laughs> just to kill time, I think. Speaking of killing time, I think we've killed enough time before we get to our next artist, whom we are going to see this Saturday night at Mohawk Place. I've never seen them. I'm pretty excited. I did not. I have not either. They did play uh, this past Saturday night. I I did miss the show. You uh, weren't feeling well, and I didn't want to go by myself, really. Uh, And it's like, well, you know, we're going to see two of the bands next Saturday. And, yeah. and and then we're also going to see XM Priory again at the end of the month. Uh, so we uh, we decided this week we're going to play Coffin Hook, uh, who are playing with Green Jello this Saturday. And uh, of course, uh, we all know Chris is uh, the uh, he's the face of the Tudor Lounge. Right. I think we can say uh, it was his birthday last week. I'm sorry I didn't make the show. Happy uh, belated birthday, Chris. Uh, we're gonna play a song. Uh, this is gonna be the longest song we'll play tonight, I think, because uh, it's yeah. it's almost five minutes long. Yeah. Uh, this is a song from Coffin Hook. It's called "Dig Two Graves" on All WNY. Think so, Joe Show.
Was Coffin Hook dig two graves? All WNY, I think so, Joe's show. We're watching a video on Facebook of a guy who went to a thrift store and found like all these incredible albums. Like he's just flipping through them. It's uh, like, and they're not like things you would normally find at the thrift store. I don't think. No, these are kind of treasures. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like uh, that Molly Hatchet album was brand new. Right. It, yeah. Like it had it had the stickers on it and everything. Like. Wow. He's got a lot of albums yeah, from a whole, sticks. Whole bunch of yeah. sticks. More sticks. <laughs> More sticks. Yeah, we're, we're just watching this. There's a like, sticks collector died. Oh, heavy metal. Heavy metal soundtrack. Holy crap! Like, man, this guy got some good stuff. Yeah. I'm in a group called the WNY Vinyl Collective, and uh, this is we started this video like halfway through the song, <laughs> and it's still it's still going, still going. Like unbelievable! Wow, that's some good shit. This Steely guy got Dan, Blue, the Blues Brothers. My Sons dad had that album, the Blues Brothers album. Steve Miller Band, Fly Like an that Eagle. Too. <laughs> we're just we're just watching this. He's got a few Super Tramp albums in there. <laughs> oh, two stuck together. Oh no, no. I think he's almost done. A David Lee Roth solo album. Pat Benatar. <laughs> this guy got some good stuff. Yeah. I gotta start, uh, maybe I should start digging through the, uh, thrift store records again. Well, we drove past, but didn't have time to stop at uh, that record store in Tonawanda that my mom was talking about. Yes, I'd like to go there sometime. I know, I know. Well, it's an excuse to go to my mom's for dinner. I encourage her to make meatloaf. You know okay, how I feel yes, about meatloaf. Yes, Um, I, uh, I, I am a fan of, uh, Revolver Records on Hurdle. Mm -hmm. That's uh, that was Brian's favorite place to right. go, and he uh, he got me. Uh, well, he convinced me to go with him one day uh, after after your charity show you had. Yes, uh, out in Burt's, and we uh, so we went, and I came home with a thirty five dollar white zombie record. But you know what? Good purchase. <laughs> I was actually, um, if I wasn't so afraid to come in the studio, I probably would have put that Rob Zombie out, or the Zombie album on this morning. <laughs> I was I've been I've been listening to some older music. Yeah. I've been throwing it back. You were listening to uh let's see. Fat in uh, the Land. Yeah, you were listening to Prodigy the other day. That's right. When they were pro just Prodigy, that one album where they weren't the Prodigy. Yeah. <laughs> but it's that one album that everybody knows from Prodigy. Oh man, I know that record from start to finish. I just and you, uh, you referred to the video for uh, "Smack My Bitch Up." Yep, one of the best music videos. <laughs> have you it ever seen? It tells a story, you know. And have you ever seen the musicless music video for Firestarter? No. <laughs> I will have to show you that after this. Well, uh, probably after I get back from this meeting. But yeah, <laughs> yeah the musicless music video for Firestarter. The musicless music videos are great in general, uh, but I think that might have been one like one of the first ones I seen. Yeah. There's like this Elvis one where he's just like, there's no music. He's just dancing and twanging on his guitar. Oh, funny. Yeah. I've never seen any of those. That, oh, they're great. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, so I saw, I was telling you, uh, my, my beloved goat whore is coming to Rochester soon. Yes, I you, say you it's mentioned. I want to November. With the casualties. The casualties. That's going to be so interesting. That's going to be a hell of a crowd. I bet I get another black eye from this show. <laughs> um, I actually have a scar uh, above my right eye from a goat whore mosh pit when I was living in Orlando. 
uh, they played at the back booth. And there's a staircase that goes up to the stage at the back booth. Um, like from where the mosh pit would be. Mm-hmm. And my dumb drunk ass, because this is when I drank. Mm-hmm. Um, I went in the mosh pit and I ended up like my face hit the stairs and I cut open my eye and it was like gushing and bleeding. <laughs> and like I walked past, I, I walked past the fucking merch booth for one of the opening bands. Okay. I'm on my way to the bar to get another fucking beer. And they stop me and they're like, oh my God, are you okay? Like, I have some duct tape. <laughs> Let me sutra that for you. I have this, it it kind of is hidden in like the crease of my eye, like in the natural <laughs> like curvature of my face. But I have this, this scar from this mosh pit. And it's my favorite scar because fucking A, that was the goat horn mosh pit. That was college, man. So the worst injury I ever got was I bruised my ribs at a real big fish show. <laughs> it was at Canal Side. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and it had to do with uh, crowd surfers. Fucking crowd surfers. So, like, <laughs> it's very rare that I see real big fish without getting hurt, but that was, like, the worst that I got hurt at a real big fish show. Uh, but I was up front, I was right up against the guardrail, and of course, you know, when the when you see the security guard standing right up in front of you, you gotta turn around and make sure you're not getting kicked in the head, because right, that's right. happened to me plenty of times at a Real Big Fish show. <laughs> um, so I turn, I turn to the side, and I'm watching, the, and just the whole crowd just, boom, right up against Ooh. the guardrail. My ribs, boom, right up against the guardrail, and this happened twice. Oh, at least it was only bruised. And uh, Badfish was the headliner that night. I don't understand why a Sublime tribute band was headlining a a, a show with Real Big Fish, Uh, but that's neither here nor there. They're a pretty big tribute band, though. But they're they're playing Sublime's music. They're not playing their own fucking music like Real Big Fish is. There's a huge difference. I know. You're right. (laughs) You're right. When you're right, you're right. But the but my my point being like I I was gonna like you know step back and watch Bad Fish from like yeah. you know from the from the sound booth like where we were standing yeah, for like the co- couple of shows we've been to uh, recently there and but like I also had to work that night so I ended up just leaving and going to work. Oh, I was like in so much pain. I'm like, no, nah, I can't. Like, I I can barely like I can't breathe without hurting. So I'm just yeah. gonna go to work. Yeah. And and my the owner of the hotel, his son was working, and he was he's been through medical school. So I'm oh, like, geez. I'm like, you know what? Let, let me get to work. Let me ask Nevin. Like, hey Nevin, you know, <laughs> what, what, what should I go to the hospital for this? And he told me, nah, you're probably they're not going to do anything for it. Really. Yeah, unless it's a really severe break and would would likely puncture your lung, they're not going to do much for a broken rib. Well, and that's exactly what he said. Yeah. So he said, you know, don't. That's the only reason I would consider going, but don't worry about yeah. going. So I I ended up working that night with a bruised rib, and I couldn't do shit for like two oh, weeks. Oh man, ribs are they heal very slowly. Oh, I I couldn't do shit for a while. Sometimes yeah. it still hurts to breathe in from that. Well, ju- like but, it affects your ab muscles, and you don't really think about it, but your core kind of is involved in every oh, movement. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. So if you damage your ribs, that's like ever just reaching for your Pepsi is gonna hurt. Oh yeah, for sure. And and it's like it's one of those injuries where it doesn't hurt until you move. Right. So if you're just laying there watching a movie, playing a video game or something, and then you go like you said, reach for a Pepsi or something, yeah. like holy you crap! You forget that you're hurt. Like and, oh shit, yeah. that 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 was a bad idea. Fuck. Yep. You know. Like, <laughs> but yeah, that was the worst injury I think I've gotten at a show. Was is that? 
Uh, the last time I saw a real big fish, because we didn't see him at, uh, at Warp this year. We uh, we, we no. only went, we only uh, dispersed from our little group to see the Interrupters yeah. and, and see Kaiser Solze. Yeah. Um, but uh, we dispersed from our group to see the Interrupters. We didn't see real big fish. Last time I saw real big fish, I had drank like a $14 beer. <laughs> And also, like, smoked weed for the first time in years. <laughs> and I was with, the, I was with, uh, I was hanging out with this girl. And so, like, my whole, my whole mentality throughout all of Real Big Fish was, don't pass out and don't puke. <laughs> I've been on a date just like that, just not with you. <laughs> right. Don't pass out, don't puke. Don't pass out. And, like, she's jumping in the circle pits and she's like, all right, cool, I'm in this too, like. Fuck. <laughs> I'm drunk. I'm I'm stoned. I'm like real fucked up. I'm trying not to throw up. I'm trying not to fall over or anything. And I'm getting in the fucking circle pits like Yeah. Well, at least if you fall over in the circle pit, someone will help you up. Yes. That's the beautiful thing about punk rock. And metal. And metal. We've had this discussion and Brian keeps tagging me in posts. Uh, but, uh, but G from my other podcast and I have had this discussion where I, I seem to notice a trend of metal shows only have like an arrest or two, whereas like country shows particularly have like 50 arrests Yeah, and, uh, and also, you know, hip hop shows are, are, you know, there's a lot of arrests there too. Yeah. And, and so I always look at it like, you know, it, like metal and punk and the, like the rock shows have less you know, arrestable offenses going on. Right. Um, and, and, you know, but it all stems from <laughs> like police reports from Darien Lake. Yeah. So it's always like, like Marilyn Manson and Rob Zombie was Sunday night and there were two arrests. That's insane. That is so impressive. But like, you know, Kenny Chesney was there a couple of years ago and there was like 50 arrests. Oh my God. Oh um, my God. That's so much. Like, like Slayer and Anthrax and all them were there uh, last week. And people were like, uh, you know, not last two weeks ago. And people are like, uh, there was like two, two to four arrests. There wasn't yeah. much. And uh, somebody else had shared that uh, and, and had made mention of like, you you notice like with these metal shows, there's not a lot of arrests. And with these other genres, there's tons of arrests. Yeah. And Brian had tagged myself and G in this uh, in the comments to get our attention to it. And G was like, you know, this doesn't really prove anything, you know, just because you and this guy are of a similar opinion, but you're both also into the genre of music that you're defending. Mm -hmm. And you're also both referring to the same venue and the same police reports. So it doesn't really prove your point. It just says that in that particular, that particular ven venue, the two of you metal fans perceive that metal shows have less arrests than, like, you know, a country show or a rap show. I guess more data would help prove well, your point. More data would definitely help prove the point. Is it but data or is it data? Either way. I think data is the character in Star Trek. Either way is fine. <laughs> it's like niche or niche or, you know, however the fuck you say that, right? This is like, it's you know, and... and so I'll always say it one way, and if somebody wants it a different way, they'll, they'll you know, say, hey, um... You know, this is all great and everything, but can you say data instead of data yeah. or like route instead of root? Yeah. You know, like th those kind of things. Like, you know, it's, it, there's you can pronounce them either way. Either way is acceptable. It's just a matter of preference. Um, but yeah, there, more more data would be uh, or data, if you prefer, 
would be uh, definitely helpful in the matter and, and more of a national scale than just, you know, hey, we've noticed that a Darien Lake. Yeah. You know, less metalheads are getting arrested than country fans or rap fans or anything else at, at shows at Darien Lake. I don't, I, I couldn't tell you a rap show that's been to Darien Lake. So I, I don't know that, you know, we can count I that. I honestly don't know I either. can't think, because, like, the big ones are always at the arena or at, uh, at uh, you know, the stadium with Jay-Z and Beyonce coming up. True. Or, or having you know passed what? or whichever. The thing is that when these rap shows or pop shows or, like, country shows just genres i don't care about well, when can... they're com- when they come through i i <laughs> i might read oh events happening sure but then i keep scrolling because i don't give a shit like, this is also th- true it's fine if you give a shit but i don't give a shit about kenny also Chesney. true also true uh but like i i think it should uh, should be pointed out that we've had all kinds of rock and punk and ska bands at uh you know, Thursday at uh, Thursday at the Square, Thursday at Canal Side, Thursday at the Harbor, whatever the fuck they were calling it at the yeah. time, the Canal Side Live. Uh, but when when they brought T Pain in, <laughs> there was so much that happened that they ended up deciding we're going to start beefing up security and charging five bucks for these shows. Damn, that's and that's and, what happened. That's my perception of it. I, you know, I don't know that that's the exact reason why, but you notice there was a shit ton of arrests. Yeah. First of all, there were more people at this T.I. show than at any, uh, not T.I., uh, T-Pain, well, maybe it was T.I., one of them. One of them T-rappers, I don't know. Yeah, same era. Not, uh, not Ice-T, but, <laughs> <you know. laughs> but one of these T-rappers, T.I. or T-Pain, one of them, uh, played, uh, played Canal Side. They had, first of all, they had more people there than they've ever had at any show. Oh, shit. Uh, so hey, huge credit to that particular artist. Yeah, I I, I want to say it was T Pain, uh, but they also had more arrests than a- any other show. But that could also be you Just know crowd control. I don't know if it was proportional. Right. So, but they it was so crazy that they wound up saying, okay, you know what, that you know, uh, but the very next Canal Side show was okay. We're gonna start charging five bucks per show for these Canal Side shows. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, a lot of people were angry about for some reason. It's like, dude, it, it's You're still... an awesome show for five bucks. Like, yeah, it's going to cost, you know, me and you ten bucks total to go see somebody like Vanilla Ice or like, you know, Wu-Tang Clan or... But like, how much would that cost if we had gone to Darien Lake to see him? Probably 50, 50 easily. 50, 60 bucks? Easily. Each. Yeah, yeah. Each. I mean, we're, we paid over 100 <laughs> bucks for social distortion at I, Town Ballroom. Like, I, oh my God. <laughs> That that is completely insane to me, but I'm so looking so forward it. to it. It's so worth it. It better be. I mean, you know that show if it hasn't already is going to sell out, and the the yeah. aftermarket tickets are going to go way up. Right. And, and uh, you know, and you know my, I don't need to say it. You already know. Yeah. So but, tickets never sell out. The price just goes up. Yes, exactly. Uh, which is what's going on with Metallica. I keep getting alerts for hundred and fifty dollar three hundred level tickets, and I'm like. I don't want to play, I, like, I want to go. I want to be in the building. I wouldn't mind having 300 level tickets, but I ain't paying 150 bucks. Right. When that was what floor seats cost. Like, general admission. Which was my problem, why I didn't buy them in the first place. Is because, like, I'm not paying the same amount for nosebleeds as I would for general admission. Well, who knows, maybe I'll win this, uh, this, uh, this black ticket or wherever I may roam black ticket or whatever, <laughs> whatever they, whatever they're calling it. Maybe I'll win this. I, I donated yeah. uh, to the all within my hands foundation and they have this contest going 
Uh, I think today or yesterday may have been the last day to uh, to donate. Uh, but you enter and you win, but you 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 know make a ten dollar donation, and every ten bucks you donate is another entry. I only you know I donated ten bucks. I didn't want to go crazy, mm-hmm. but you you donate the ten bucks, and then um it and it goes to charity, and you're entered to win this ticket where you can go to see every single Metallica show in in the U.S. Nice floor seats, general admission, mm-hmm. every single show and it's not like once you go to a show it's not valid anymore no you go to buffalo you go to pittsburgh you go to cleveland you go wherever that's the fuck so cool you get into every single show with this is ticket. it only one ticket i believe it's only one ticket that's kind of a bummer it is kind of a bummer but uh if i do win i'll, I'll see you uh after the tour's over okay. <laughs> i uh no i i'm i'm really uh like i'd love to win that that would be cool but I I know if uh, if Drew from the Long Cold Dark entered, he's gonna win because he wins everything they oh, fucking really? do. He won. He uh, they did this uh, show in Toronto, very small venue, uh, right around the time I think it was right after uh, the the latest album Hardwired to Self Destruct came out, and they were you could buy tickets to this show, but the tickets to the show were like a hundred bucks, but you could also win. $25 tickets to the show. You'd still have to pay for the tickets. Oh. And the only catch was you had to be a Club Metallica member, like a fifth member on their website, which I am. Yeah. And you also had to be able to go to the show. Huh. Which I entered anyway, because I'm like, fuck, I can probably get shit expedited to be able to go to this show. Yeah. But Drew won. Drew, Drew won the $25 tickets. There was a, But there was a handful of them. It wasn't like just... Okay, we have one set of $25 tickets. There was like 50 or 100 or something. But Drew won. Drew got to go. Drew took Jason from the Long Cold Dark. They all went and saw him in Toronto way, you know, months before we went and saw him in Foxborough last year. <laughs> you know? um, but, but that's the joke is Drew wins every fucking Metallica thing. So, <laughs> you know. But, but the good thing is if he wins, maybe I could get his ticket for Buffalo. Ooh. Ooh. So now, now I'm hoping that myself or Drew win for this <laughs> for 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 this uh, black ticket for the uh, for the wherever I may roam deal with the All Within My Hands Foundation. Um, yeah, so <laughs> that'd be cool. I'm donating all kinds of charities. I'm sending a girl to WrestleMania. I I'm know. I'm donating All Within My Hands Foundation. <coughs> Any all my Amazon purchases go towards Little Kids Rock. Yeah. Like, which is uh, my charity of choice. That's awesome. And we've, uh, you know, we've done uh, benefits for MS Sucks and, you know. Uh, and we're going to do a toy drive in December. We got a toy drive. Yeah, we're all all over this charity shit. Yeah. I'm very, uh, very happy to do it, too. Like, it's always. It really... feels good. It, it just kind of gives you, like, this warm, fuzzy feeling. It is the, very chest cavity. It is very fun to be able to, uh, you know, very, very nice to be able to do that kind of stuff. Aspired Infliction has a CD release show. Oh, that's this Saturday night. It's at the Tudor Lounge. It is. Uh, they have Mass Casualty, Diceros, and the Murder City Outlaws on it. Uh, you can go to that. It's from 8 p.m. to 1 a.m. Uh, you, like I said, you might be able to go to Green Jello and still catch yeah. uh, Aspired Infliction in their CD. Uh, you know, grab their CD while you're there, uh, which is pretty cool. Excellent. In fact, Chris from Coffin Hook, who are playing at Mohawk, is interested it's, in going. Yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> according to the Facebook page. Uh, but uh, this is a song from the Murder City Outlaws, 
and we'll catch you next week. This song called Big Shot on all WNR Radio. Think so, Joe Show. <laughs>